0: You gotta fight for your right to quality. Hello, again, listeners, viewers, subscribers, and people who just stumbled here by accident. With you as always on top toes,
1: and I am Annie. Welcome to the Oh Those Toes podcast. So, quick question though: How many people do you think actually stumble onto our podcast?
0: Um, I think everyone on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. We have, we have a decent amount of subscribers on YouTube, but I think every time I see original um, or unique visitors, whatever you want to call it, I, especially the ones who tune in for like two minutes, that, that's, that always bothers me, but that's the people who stumble here by accident and then ah. figure out that, you no, know, it's not what they thought it was. And that's cool. <laughs>
1: I wonder what they think, food, food, that was a good one. But I wonder what the hell they're looking for that they come on here. Oh, you know what? Maybe it's like, they thought it was like a medical, right? Like they're having issues with their feet and they're looking for medical advice. So they listen to a a foot podcast.
0: Or 2am. They're just looking for, um, I don't know. I mean, who in this day and age is looking for porn and not going straight to Pornhub? Like who is looking for porn but can't get to porn sites and is using YouTube for that.
1: <laughs> maybe people with like ASMR kind of stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. But so I would they think don't necessarily
1: the... need to see. They just like the sound.
0: Well, I think the problem with us on on YouTube is to see something and maybe get disappointed by that. Um, not realizing this is just sort of a, you know, alternate audio source for us.
1: Right. With occasional yeah.
0: videos. Not everybody
1: has the Apple or Spotify or anything like that. Um, Sometimes it's easier to just Google it on YouTube. You know, everybody has fucking YouTube, so.
0: Yeah, the the fact is, everybody has Spotify too. They don't realize that it's available through the web. Uh, But lest this become a Spotify ad. (laughs) Um, You know what
1: I don't like about about Spotify though is that if I'm playing a podcast in the car uh and then i come back into the car it automatically picks it up and i think for most people that would be okay except when i'm listening to you know sub segment and they're talking about fucking pegging and shit like i don't need my daughter to hear that when she gets in the car from school you know what i mean like it's
0: yeah it took there is a way i think you can change that
1: there's an option i bet there's a setting
0: correct but it's also it's twofold because you're running it through your car so you you've got to find the settings for apple carplay or whatever apple carplay i think is what it's called right for you oh,
1: fuck i have no idea
0: yeah it's <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's screwy. but um you know you brought up our friends at sub um that's debbie irony and uh pup noodles or puppy noodles um debbie's Her irony's second uh, foray into the the podcast world. I was a big fan of her last one. That one kind of came to its clothes, and she uh, decided to do a new. They, I think it's the day. I apologize. They decided to do a new one with Pup Noodles, and um, really enjoying where that one's going. I think you're actually more caught up on it than I am. Sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I like to jump around a lot, so I don't know. Like sometimes I'm not really caught up. Like I've missed a lot of them, but I just listened to the last one. Uh, but, no, I've listened to a few of them, and they're actually pretty interesting, so. Um, but, I digress. <laughs> so, how how um, how was your holiday?
0: Holiday over British? now?
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly...
0: <laughs> it's funny, I've actually, I, I have referred to it as a holiday more than a vacation, because it seems like I'm talking to more people internationally than in the UK these days. So, yeah, I've referred to it as being on holiday, much more than I've said I was on vacation.
1: I think my my best friend has referred to it as holiday since, you know, 10, 15 years ago. And it just kind of sticks with me. I like the term. Yeah, um, I like it better.
0: So, yeah, good time. Spent uh, seven days in the Caribbean or Caribbean, if you prefer. Um, in The uh, Spanish Virgin Islands, which I only, only until recently knew was even a thing.
1: All right. but But really what I'm asking you is. Did you see any cute feet while you were there?
0: Um, I will give some credit that uh, in a country where it's pretty much 80 degrees year round and everyone is in sandals year round, uh, they are on point with their petties. Even the, I, I hate to say, the, the oldest and perhaps one might even say the poorest, you know,
1: They're still all good on their... They're up-to-date on their pedicures.
0: They are. They are.
1: Nice. Okay, good. So you didn't see too many uh, cringy ones that you're like, ah! (laughs) Like, look away! Look away!
0: (laughs) No, no, definitely not. Um, I don't... I don't know. Like, I didn't think of it as a foot fetish's paradise. Uh, Then again, I'm not a beach person, so I wasn't like... You know, I was in the, well, what, what passes for cities? Um, Little towns. Yeah. it Technically where I was the entire island is one city with about eight, what they refer to as Barrios. Um, Got it. Okay. And yeah, I I tried to get all over the island and, you know, I definitely, I don't like a vacation where I sit and um, sit on the beach and read a book or sit on the beach and, and soak in the sun. It's not me. I like to get out and about and around. Definitely uh, had some good eating, some good drinking, and some great opportunities for shooting. Um,
1: I did see that you had some really good content.
0: though there's a, there's a lot more to come. Been slow in putting it out, kind of intentionally.
1: Right, you want to uh, bombard everybody. You just gotta pace it out. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, but I did see I did see some really good stuff, so I'm excited to see the rest of it.
0: No, you know how much I love to work in natural light. And that was a great opportunity to get away from, you know, the Northeast where it's cold and getting dark and get outdoors again to shoot, just enjoy the beautiful sunset and back and things of that nature. So, yeah, definitely had a good time. Definitely recharged my batteries. Uh, Not necessarily going, looking forward to getting back to my day job on Tuesday that I think... I think I'll be a lot better than I was say a couple weeks three weeks back.
1: No, I I I'm glad you went. I know that you needed the recharge just like you said. Yeah. yeah. I um I had a little bit of a recharge myself. I had a I had a, a staycation, I'm going to say. Oh, nice. This weekend? Yeah. Uh so the husband and I I rented a really nice room and hung out in a different area of the city a couple of hours away and I made it over to the Texas foot party.
0: That is, that is definitely your big news of the weekend, And, and the <laughs> the news that I were, wanted to get to, because I very intentionally have let you tell me nothing about this experience so that we could put this conversation. I know we have been
1: we even really chatted. So, uh, Well, I mean, it 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 was, at this
0: point, it began 24 hours ago.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No one knows that. No one knows that.
0: (laughs) I know. Recording schedules, being as they were, you're right. This is this past weekend in terms of the show, but that's for people who, uh, you know, listen the day it comes in anyway. We'll we'll break the fourth wall here and talk in the absolute recording time present tense for once. (laughs) Time of recording. This is... 24 hours ago, this began, you know, what, 19 hours ago, you were still there.
1: I, I was, yeah. I, um, you know, it's really nice to get away because, uh, well, one, we're doing something really fun, right? And then two, I get to not immediately rush home and be like a mom and a freaking maid and chauffeur and all the <laughs> shitty things that I have to do despite it being our days off, right? Um, not that I don't enjoy most of that. It's just that, yeah, we, we definitely were d- past due for, um, some alone time, the husband and I,
0: uh, so so you spent it with 55 people you've never met before.
1: Uh, <laughs> did I say alone time? I meant like time without the kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, my, my good friend, um, Stacy Phoenix. Uh, is the organizer of the Texas Book Party events. Um, I didn't really know this when I met her because, you know, I just met her on the Diva Tour. So I didn't really know that when I met her. Um, her and her partner, Souls Scream, um, put on this event. I think they do it three or four times a year. So, um, I, so the way that it works, and I didn't know this, um, the way that it works is they don't let just anybody attend you have to pre-register or you can't come in. And women are basically, um, all the women there are, are foot models, dominatrixes, or some type of sex worker, but that's there to enjoy attention on, her, on their feet. So uh, I was really the only one, maybe two, that wasn't doing any sessions, but that's because I was helping her out. Um, so, it was, like, checking people in at the door and, like, running around, like, helping them pick up and clean up and making sure everything's organized. And luckily, it was on the smaller scale, this one, since it's the last one of the year. And they just had one in, like, September, I want to say. Yeah, I think they just had one in May, August or September. And so, you know, having them this close together, she said... Um, is probably not something they normally do and probably won't do again because this one turned out to be a smaller one. But it was perfect for us because we weren't overwhelmed. There was a r- really nice turnout. It was so much fun, but I didn't feel overwhelmed and I got to actually sit and chat with people a little bit. So well,
0: help me out here. What is a, um, well, smaller side for them, but really nice turnout? So one let's five. say
1: that um, I think it was like, 20 between 20 and 30 foot models okay and then i don't know the exact number of the people that attended or the people that registered but i'm gonna say there was probably about i don't know 50 to 70 people there maybe it was kind of a really big space and everybody was kind of spread out uh, but also it was enough that when the music was off like still there was like tons of chatter everywhere, you know? So, so um,
0: what kind of space did they rent for this?
1: Um, so they don't like to disclose the location.
0: No, I'm not asking for
1: that. But um, but it was like a warehouse kind of space that actually someone turned into. Uh, and maybe it's okay because they've been tagged on all the stuff, but it's somebody's, um, somebody's well, I want to say like a beauty a salon.
0: Hmm?
1: It's like somebody's beauty salon. Um, but they, it's really big and they have like tons of massage tables and they have tons of like places to sit and areas to just sit. So I think they're also like event planners. So they, they have all their stuff that they do, um, you know, like facials and lashes and waxing and nails and hair and makeup, all of that. They do everything there, um and uh and then they had a lot of space so i think they they're doing this and the next door there was uh like a rave going on Mm. uh which was pretty fucking cool to see all those people like fucking austin keep it weird um
0: yeah well it reminds me of um new york city in the 90s when when the scene was out of a part of town called the meatpacking district which uh originally meant the traditional sense of the words uh come the 80s it meant the other sense of the words um (laughs) by the 90s it was yeah this this big industrial space former factory types not factory like warehouse type space that had fallen into disuse because they really aren't um there's much of a cattle production in new york city these days and so this but buildings don't get torn down they're attached to the building next to them so there was so much of this open space that, you know, people started using it for, uh, you know, parties in a sort of underground Like legal
1: place. ones, I wonder, though, because in LA we had something similar, but almost all of them were illegal, like just fucking raves that would just, or parties, I can't say that they were raves exactly, but just parties that yeah. would pop up in different if, areas of the city.
0: For me, were- it was a little before there was a rave scene, um, and I don't know that I particularly knew or would have been able to in those days determine if they were legal or illegal
1: well, do probably do they mean, were illegal because or... occasionally we'd like mid-party the cops would come and be like oh we are like i'll have to take off running you know oh god so much fun
0: i never had i never had an experience like that thank you
1: oh gosh oh. i have had like i don't know 20 maybe 30 like exactly that like where we'd be in the middle of a party all fucking drunk or High. i'm not really a person to get high but you know whoever was high um and then you the cops would come and everybody have to take off because you know we were all there illegally and a lot of them underage you know and drinking so yeah yeah but but that was part of the excitement of it you know and they're like well i'll run off and jump in cars and take up on skateboards or wherever people however people got there and uh we would jump in like random cars too, like wherever there was a spot, like people just jumped in
0: and figure and then out just who lives where on. later.
1: And like yeah, like, just sort that shit out later and then uh and then they just kind of find a, a a place to like make a smaller party out, I guess. So we always had a backup plan. So much fun.
0: Well um, but yeah, so this I'm is I'm assuming what... Texas foot parties was on the up and up. Uh, yes it know. was but yeah, somebody, they somebody's got a space that they've kind of created done up formerly industrial space and uh, connected to this party in some way and they put this up here in the... I've seen a few pictures from it obviously the space does not look industrial by any stretch uh, looks like they put it together nicely
1: oh it was yeah they were great event planners like it was ver- they did a really good job I mean, I just went in there and ran around. I didn't really help to do any of that stuff, right? But um, it was really cool. It was really cool spaces, really, really, really cool spaces to session. And some were a little bit more private than others. But, you know, they can't be too private because um, it's not, there's not all kinds of sessions there. There's literally only, um, like, foot worshipy kind of mm-hmm. Um, there's like no nudity. There's no like touching any other area other than you know um, the fee. I mean, there's tickling and trampling and um, but nothing too too crazy. Uh, I think it's just um, I've heard Stacy say that it's more of an opportunity to network, and I think that it really is. And then also, you know, like for the the our voyeurs you know are guys that just want to want to watch i mean there's a lot of things going on that you can just sit back and watch
0: yeah my brief foray into the dungeon scene um and i probably only brief because covid killed it um you know you if you didn't have a session partner or just weren't in that mood it was still worth going down to the dungeon because you could just wander and just voyeur other people's scenes and the great way to pick up least for the dungeon scene a great way to pick up different techniques techniques of different things i'm not sure i would walk around a foot party going "Ooh, he licks toes differently than i do but you know you never know
1: <laughs> no but you know what it's a good opportunity for you to like um uh, think about something that you want to try maybe
0: yeah you absolutely. know
1: so uh yeah it was definitely all of that and it's just like just good energy good people like no drama um a lot of fun they do an amazing job at vetting the women that come and and you know to the to the parties i'm mean, doing an you, amazing
0: job you just caught me so quick by one word i was sure you were going to say vetting the guys who come because that's always the the great thought in some in parties of that nature is you got to make sure that you're vetting out all the the creepy guys you know um I'd say well, just trying to make the, sure you're preventing the, thing, the rapists from showing up. And I'm so glad that you caught me and having that sense completely turned around that you're talking about vetting the models. Yeah. I that's mean, because not look, so th- if there's up.
1: ever a time where you can be slightly creepy, this is it. I mean, with consent, of course. You don't want to, like, you know, uh, go into a private area where the girls are changing or, you know, or into the bathroom or, you know, but this is the one place where you can, um, I mean, you, I guess they can take pictures. I don't know how it all works, but I think that for the most part, like everybody has kind of prices for what they do. So you can session for, um, you know, a 10 minute or 20 minute session or whatever. And in that session, you can take as many pictures as you want, or you can worship, or you can, you know, just interview the model or whatever the hell you want to do. Um, I mean, that's not necessary. The models will talk to anyone and everyone and they will perfectly happy to pose for any pictures as long as they're, you know, the same rules apply as with social media, as long as you tag and post and credit, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, but if there's ever a place where you can kind of fit in and be your creepy perverted self, like this is it you know like the ladies are all you know they're all dressed to the nines some of them and some of them are like like at the end of the night i ha, i saw like somebody changed into their like super fucking adorable like itty bitty jammies and slippers because there are men who and this is just really great about it there are men who enjoy all types of things so they don't want to see, like, all the women in heels. Like, sometimes they want them in tennis shoes or sandals or flip-flops or platforms or,
0: you know. And the ladies have to know their audience like that, so.
1: Yeah, and so and so they kind of, I think, each specialize in something, you know, a little bit, I think. You know, so I think the person that was wearing slippers knows that there's a market for, you know, feet and slippers and their scent and whatever. Uh, So... It's all you know what I really liked about it too? It was all very sanitary. Like there are there are like things and stations to sanitize like every single place where you can possibly session or sit or whatever.
0: So that's the COVID world. I'm gonna thankfully say, and I can't say I've been to the foot party, but I know from the dungeon scene that type of thing, you know Lysol wipes, baby wipes cans of Lysol and stronger things in four or five places around the dungeon with the expectation that you much like a gym like a gym. you wipe yes, down your exactly. equipment and I think that that's always been part of the fetish scene um it has to be and it's 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 something that's carrying over now and is definitely has to be part of the scene in the in the COVID world but I think I'm going to give the credit in it you know in reverse and say that they were probably already doing it that way
1: Um, yeah i don't think i think the only thing that's changed some is probably the disinfecting of all the the door handles and all the common spaces like as
0: regularly as we've been doing points has become uh, now but all right well enough about sanitation um (laughs) let's get into uh, the fun of it after we take a quick little break and we'll be back and maybe I'll actually have some questions for any and we're back and before the break I was uh getting ready to ask any a few detailed questions want all the details here without names or exact locations or um you know so basically you can light it the whole way but we'll uh We'll assume you're going to tell me. You the know truth. what, though,
1: I, I think that they would be completely okay with names, being that there are pictures and videos everywhere. Uh, but I, I haven't gotten their permission, so I'm not going to say any names. Right, right.
0: And our legal department is uh, woefully underpaid, so we're going to uh, not tax them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, yeah. Obviously, some named uh, foot models within our community for sure uh, probably some, some I've heard of some I haven't some who uh, frequent platforms I don't frequent but definitely part of our world for sure and um, a greater number of gentlemen who want to remain anonymous although I see a couple of people uh, get tagged um, and they get together and um, well let's let's break it down here just so sort our of audience <laughs> uh, has has a clue what what if they're interested in something like this, what they're walking into. So, um, your your models are not paying at the door, obviously, to get in, nor no. are they being paid to be there.
1: No, you know what's really awesome about well, you know what I don't know if I can say a lot of this, but um, <laughs> what's really awesome about them is that they don't take a a cut from the models. Okay. I think that's really so, cool.
0: So the organization gets paid by door. Yes. Um so what does your uh w- would be participant would be uh, attendee um drop at the door to get in?
1: Um so it's 75 at the door, but if you pre-register, it could go as low as like 40.
0: Oh wow, okay. Yeah. So uh compared to some of them now for uh, that I've looked at ones in bigger cities, um New York City, LA. I'm seeing 100, 150 door. No, so,
1: they're very fucking reasonable. The people, and at, you know, what, people dude, at like, foot parties,
0: Texas or Texas foot parties, are keeping it reasonable, and that, that's great. Good on them. And then, but
1: also, it might be, it might be just this one because this one is was a smaller one. Okay. Do you know
0: what I mean? So, so, so call- I don't.
1: So I don't know. Like, don't quote me on this. Like, exactly. Next don't
0: one. don't call up Texas book parties and say you heard on the Odo's oh Toes podcast it was only forty. Yeah. Don't so be like, and
1: he told me that I would only pay forty dollars or whatever. So,
0: no, yeah. Okay. So sliding, sliding pre-registration and um, what seems to be a, a absolutely fair price again at the door, and in theory, that's all you would have to spend. You could walk in there, yes. voyeur, talk to people, hang out. Um absolutely some, and they like buy some drinks like, buy some non-alcoholic refreshments. Um
1: so they they provide all the refreshments, they provide like snacks and, and little finger foods and stuff it's really fucking cool. Um and then people are allowed to bring their own alcohol, but it has to stay like behind the desk and then they can come and get their drink if they need.
0: That allows somebody to make sure that this guy isn't chugging a fifth on his arm.
1: Yes. And then also, like you know, somebody's alcohol is not, you know, stolen by somebody else or whatever. Not that I mean, everybody's so cool there. I don't think that that's like.
0: Yeah, but the whole the whole setup is very safe and sane. That's oh that's, god, it is.
1: I was just that's... you know, I kind of had an idea, but I was really impressed by them. So like shout out shout out to Texas Foot Parties because I was really impressed by how organized they were, um, and how just everything everything just flowed so smooth.
0: And when I, you say shout out, of course, that means that you can also check the uh, the show links page and find Texas Vote Parties, Phoenix Stacy, and Soul Scream. We'll link them up so they're easy, so you don't have to remember these names. forty five right. minutes later in the and there's a couple
1: of other names like their their lead photographer, you know, is a is a also a a planner. But what I don't know what the word is for that, but he's also involved in the event very. Um, Lightning! St- I have to, you know, just look at the check out the links, okay? I have to like exactly check out the links, but yeah.
0: So, okay, so I, was, like, I really I paid my uh, seventy five or so dollars to come in. I've uh, seen some st- some some beautiful women, some beautiful feet. I've had a snack. I've maybe uh, you know, imbibed a little bit of my own alcohol. Maybe had a uh, non alcoholic beverage that was uh, supplied. Uh, but now I'm seeing somebody across the room that I want to uh, engage further. So now, how's that go down?
1: I so see. So you walk up to them and and ask what you want to ask and say what you need and nego I don't think that there's any negotiation because there's already set prices. But if you want, you know, I think they offer like if you book like a longer, like I on somebody's page today actually, one of the models I was looking at her post and it said like you can pre schedule with her and pre pay with her. And if you do that, she'll give you a whole hour. She'll bring you champagne, like full, like service,
0: mm.
1: uh, in a non-sexual way. I should clear yeah. clarify. Um, but
0: you said they have set pricing, like you said. The girls, yeah, like the, like the, the girls. girls I'm sorry, sex. the models. They they take home all of their tips or negotiated session yes. fees. Yes. No no no, house take on that, but they no. also have to play within the parameters of the house's price scheme. So that you don't have somebody um, price gouging or somebody, you know.
1: Right. So, so you
0: and right. so go up to the sessions To get a hundred of them that night.
1: Yes, exactly. So you can go up to the model and say, uh, you know, you want 10 minutes and you pay your 20 bucks and you get your 10 minutes or, you know, you want 20 minutes and you pay your however, I don't know. There's like discounts if you get more time or whatever. So, um, but that's, you're basically saying like, I want, like introduce, I I would, right? If I wanted to go in session with one of the girls, I would walk over, introduce myself if they haven't already met because some of these people are regulars um, and then say, you know, I'd like 10 minutes of your time and then you go to whatever space you want to go to and you do your thing. Um, it was very um, not stressful at all. It was like, I don't know what well, I word think I'm looking
0: for. everybody wants what's going on. Going- not like trying to pick someone up in a nightclub for this purpose, right? Um, exactly.
1: So there's no like, you know, what's really awesome about this is like no rejection. do You know what I mean? Like, I mean, unless you're asking for something that's not allowed, you oh, know. Or...
0: Is there any chance that you're asking for something that that particular model isn't into, or it's kind of
1: right? And parameters so that's of that's what you're asking, like yeah. I mean, general stuff is always like you know, like foot rubs or foot worship is fine, um, but not all the models do tickle sessions. Yeah. Not all the models do trampling, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you just ask that, get that out of the way if you don't already know. But chances are you do because it be, you have to. The men have to pre-register, so you have all this information already, and then you have the list of the models. I'm assuming. Um, they're all listed on the website anyway, so you can check anybody out. So I think everybody really just goes prepared.
0: Okay. So you you have a way to do your research before you go. Yes. And you even have a way to reach out to one of the models. Well, I think we all do because of social media now. Right.
1: But also, you know, say like, I know that there was people, like there was a couple of guests there that were like, um, they were just kind of sort of special guests. Like they were not really there to session. They were just there to. You know, like some producers and photographers and things like that. Yeah. And um, and they were just kind of there to check it out, and they ended up sessioning. Like they saw somebody that they really uh, were attracted to or really liked, um, and negotiated and then went to session. Like even though it wasn't really, you know, really planned. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's a re- it's a, a really cool way to do it because you can be as prepared as you want to be or not. Like you can just go on in on a whim fulfill one of your fantasies I think that the best part of it is if you've been following a model for years and then you you, you know she happens to be at this foot party you get to meet her in person so I had an experience like that and totally fucking fangirled out on I love Shauna whom I've been following for years uh, and found her on Twitter and she's fucking amazing. She's an amazing sex worker. Um, and She caters to the foot fetish guys a lot. So uh, it was really, really, um, really nice to meet her and be able to say like, hey, I'm a huge fan. I've been following you for years. And then for her to turn out to be super sweet and like just kind of humble and modest was just so like it made me love her so much more. Right. Like I was a fan before, like so much more of a fan now. Um, so if I were a guy or if I were into sessions, like I next foot party, I would definitely go and like look for her. Like it was amazing. I loved it. Yeah. It was really good energy, really good energy all around.
0: Very, very cool.
1: Yeah. So, um, but now I know, you know, when people kind of reach out to me and then they say, Oh my gosh, like you're a legend and you're like the fucking queen. And I just, I've been following you for years and I listen to your podcast and blah, blah. I never quite understand it. Right. I'm just like, oh, that's super sweet. Like, thanks a lot. And then I could chat a little bit with them and they're like, I can't believe you're actually talking to me. and I never quite understand that. So I always think, wow, people must really be bitches to this person. But that's not it at all, because I I never tried to reach out to I Love Shauna. It's never been sort of on my agenda. You know, I just happened to see her there. And I was like, holy shit, like, it's fucking Shauna, you know, and like ran over there and like, uh, you know, waited until she was kind of on her own and introduced myself and total fangirled out. It was super cool. I loved it. So now I kind of get that a little bit. Like, I understand when people tell me, I can't believe you're actually talking to me because I kind of felt that way a little bit. So, um, but that was, so that was a really cool, uh, moment. Like I'm really, that was like one of the highlights of my evening, I think. Um, and then I got to see like a bunch of cool stuff. Oh my gosh. And then the best part of all, right. Which is oh, the this, best I, part of all. I've not told you this at all. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, it's Phoenix. Stacy Phoenix and I were sitting like at the check-in table like right by the door and it was kind of a quiet moment like a lot of people had checked in already or whatever and we're just kind of hanging around and uh the husband was the photographer there that night so he comes down you know and he's like standing in front of us and I hear them chatting but I'm like super like distracted with other stuff and then I hear him and then he tells me hey uh are you ready he said so are you ready and I said ready for what and he said to session oh no he he didn't say that he said to get your toes sucked I said oh you're gonna suck my toes and he said no and I was like oh you want me to session like question mark question mark, question mark right and he says no by Stacy. so I look over at my friend right and I'm like what (laughs) and she says yeah and I he said she said you're gonna let me suck your toes and I was like fucking hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) because although we've had photo shoots you know it's never been like that you know uh so I was like yeah but what else do you do at a fucking foot party but get your toes sucked right or suck some toes um so then she's like all right get your feet on my lap you know I'm like oh gosh no they're dirty because I'd been on like these uh mules all night right running around I'm like, no, they're really dirty right now. And she's like, here, we'll just make a whole thing out of it. I'm going to clean your feet for you. So she, like, sensually takes my feet, puts them on her lap. She gets the witch hazel. She sprays them down, wipes, you know, everything off and cleans my feet. She compliments them like crazy. And then she proceeds to, you know, fucking lick and suck the shit out of my toes and feet. And... It was so fucking hot. It was so hot. And like start, immediately start sweating because I'm nervous because I'm in public. I'm at the front table. Like my husband is like taking pictures. Oh, you you
0: didn't even take over a a session space? You just did it at the No, we just
1: did it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just put my foot on the table and I put my feet on her lap and put my foot on the table and I leaned back and there there we went. But it was... uh, you know, I've never really, I mean, like, there's been a couple of women in the photo shoots that have kind of, like, kissed a little bit or licked a little bit, but never actually worshipped.
0: Yeah, um, even I only got, like, four and a half seconds of, like, soul licking on you. Right,
1: yeah. So there wasn't any actual time to, like, really get into it, you know? Um. So Stacy's like, really the first one, besides my husband. And I gotta tell you, it was, like, the most arousing shit ever because i mean it's just so sensual and it's so sweet and it's so like not like how the men do which just just like you know just like pack it and just eat it and you know (laughs) um and then she like got some really good spots that the husband doesn't usually get And like, so I've never really been like, she like nibbled on the arch, like she like completely sucked on the arch and then bit it. And I was like, holy fuck, like just immediately start dripping sweat because I'm nervous now. And I'm like, hot and bothered. And it was fucking amazing, though. And I, you know, the husband took a million pictures and I just whipped up my phone because he needed he needed better lighting in there. So I had originally like whipped up my phone just to you know for the flashlight purpose but I was like well let me just put it on video and you know turn the flash on and so I while it's not the best quality video I'm sure like I record because I'm fucking not focusing on the recording right I'm enjoying it too much um but it you know I did manage to record it and it was super hot and holy shit I'm gonna do it again so (laughs) 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 yeah it was amazing you Know so, um, and and the thing is too, like, I thought there'd be like spectators and shit, and sure, there was a couple of people like that kind of went over and watched, but nothing like it wasn't anything out of the ordinary,
0: right? Because it's happening like three feet over, and yeah. two feet so over, and was, 18 feet over, and
1: I wasn't like like too self conscious about it or anything like that, which I would have been if there was like you know. If I was like at a fucking like at, like at the restaurant, right? Like if we were in the fucking on the street in Manhattan, um, yeah. So so it was, it was really cool. So I'm, you know, if you know, we we've said before that we're not like really thrilled about this like kind of pay paying kind of a thing, and you're more into dungeons and whatever. And I really didn't know the difference, but well, I have I, to I say, you changed
0: my mind a little bit. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's...
1: and so I have to say, like. Anybody like if, if for our listeners who are into feet and they don't have partners to engage with, or they're not comfortable like approaching anybody or sharing their, you know, quote unquote, you know, secret with you their partner, or
0: let, let me put an or out there, or they do have a partner, but they are, you know, in a relationship where having a little fun outside that it's okay. with. With with their partner in attendance, even. I'm sure women are allowed to come as guests as well. Um, you know, if you just want to try different feet, just want to try something a little different, too. Totally cool.
1: I think um, I saw a couple of uh, men that I were clearly, um, like, intimidated. You know, like, really shy and you know kind of worried about it and the models did a phenomenal job at making them feel comfortable even if they weren't sessioning like it wasn't about money really um they just did a really good job at engaging with them and i think that's really cool because if these men went to a bar or went to um you know just a regular nightclub or wherever you know i don't think that women would be approaching these gorgeous gorgeous women would be approaching them like just to chat them up Mm -hmm. you know and um so i thought that was really cool like i said there's like no like no kind of a rejection thing going on you know and so um you know approaching somebody for their number at a club is super hard for a lot of people so yeah um, and then
0: you got to get over the the foot fetish hurdle on top of that
1: right yeah and And so this is like i think this is the perfect so if you've never you know if you've never thought to do go to a foot party or you've always whatever the case may be, I really do suggest it. Like I think everyone should go to a foot party once in their life for sure. For sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you're anywhere near Texas, she puts hers on three or four times a year. I think the next one is going to be end of January, like the last week of January and the husband and I will be there. Um, I won't be sessioning. I don't do sessions, but I will be helping her. Set up uh, and clean up, and you know, kind of the same thing I did this time, except then I'll be more familiar with all the things that need to happen, you know. Um, and uh, and the husband is like a house photographer now,
0: so that's that's totally awesome. He
1: oh. took 7,000 pictures,
0: thank god for digital
1: <laughs> 7,000, yeah i hope uh, he enjoys insane. going
0: through all of this editing and uh
1: <laughs> yeah it was insane so, but so the only like a thing photo I'm, session with every model there basically so the only thing
0: cool. that i'm sitting here just kind of wishing for put that into their minds um if you can for for us for the sake of our listeners for the sake of our community as a whole because unfortunately this is texas and it's one part. of What what part of Texas were they out of? They call themselves Texas book parties, but obviously um, Texas is enormous.
1: Uh, they do Dallas and Austin. Okay. And so South Texas, South Texas.
0: So, South Texas. All right. For the other uh, two thirds of Texas and 49 states, we can't vouch for any party but this one. Right. So it would be great if they you know obviously they don't want to get into a national foot party network that's not what i'm but you know if some of these people knew some people who knew who did the same thing and they kind of said they could do the same thing at their level of quality in different places it would be great to know um because unfortunately even for them not all their followers are in texas and not all of our listeners are in texas
1: yeah i mean Uh, texas is a large state but you know, it's not one of the more popular places, you know, like, um, but that's why I was surprised to see so many women, like, you know, really uh, beautiful, cool women that are, you know, I was like, Hey, where are you guys? You know, like, we link up. Where are you? Where did you guys come from? So uh, that was pretty cool. But yeah, you know, I really would like to hear, since obviously this is my one and only experience with it, but I'd love to hear other people's experiences with other foot parties.
0: Absolutely. Um, okay. We engage our listeners to write us in on that one. Um,
1: you know, and then if, if, and then if these Texas, if, not Texas, if these foot parties would like to sponsor the Odo's oh Toes to come out and check them out and give
0: our review, like we would <laughs> totally... <laughs> I wasn't trying to go that far, but you know. Oh, um, I am. You're I'm trying to go far. This, obviously, <laughs> um, still haven't landed us that Taco Bell account, but you know, if we can get uh, the Foot Party account instead. Um.
1: You know what? I'm super grateful that they let me keep my Odo's oh Toast T-shirt on because all anyone that's helping with the event has to wear a Texas Foot Party shirt.
0: And Except you,
1: <laughs> yeah, I I like totally brought it out and weaselled my way into not wearing it. But now I, that I mean, you it was it her on choice. The air, they're, gonna stick, did...
0: they're gonna call you on it next time. You're gonna be <laughs> well, no, I did
1: say it was her choice. I said, "Listen, if you really want me to wear it, I will. So if you say you have to wear it, I'll wear it." I was like, "But I know, I really would rather, much rather keep my oh those toes shirt on." And it was really cool too because from across the room, a girl says oh my god I have to get one of those shirts and so I walk over to her and I said yeah isn't it cool And she's like looking at it you know whatever and I said it's my podcast and she said oh and I'm, she goes oh I didn't know that and I said no yeah it's a podcast and you know it's not just she thought it was just a shirt that said oh those toes you know and I was like no no it's my podcast shirt you know and you know I went over the whole thing we talked about the podcast and you know, we I assume know you gave a link
0: to where she can buy one.
1: I sure did. I sure did. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, but I think that we need to um, we need to rethink our shirt a little bit because from a distance you can't tell it's a podcast because our you know we've got our small font or small writing and stuff. So mm. I think that this is a great shirt. We have a great logo. Um, I think maybe we should venture out into um, you know sort of bigger so it pops. Yeah, and I think that we should have a raffle soon.
0: Okay, <laughs> we'll figure that out. Got a lot of things to figure out.
1: We do, we do.
0: Um, and we have a break we can take right now, and we'll figure it out during. And uh, we'll be back with you in uh, thirty seconds or less. And in five, four. And welcome back to the O Those Toes News Desk. All the news you need in the foot fetish world. I'm your anchor, Top Toes, and my co-anchor. I'm (laughs) Any.
1: I I can We gotta work on that, because I'm a horrible anchor. I'm just like a shitty-ass anchor.
0: Oh, yeah. Well... (laughs) Much better podcasts, but coming back <laughs> to our what we want to be our regular little feature on the show, uh, at least when the news provides, but the news seems to always provide our little bit on the foot fetish news. So Still, we're gonna
1: try to keep it. We're gonna try to keep it positive, right? We yes, did say that. Yes. Yeah.
0: We did say that. So or at our, least
1: interesting. We you know, threw just away not. today. Hmm? I said I just want to, or at least interesting, not just. Report yeah. on all the shitty things foot fetishists do.
0: Yeah, like we've, one ended up on the newsroom floor because we're like, nope, not going to report on that. That sucks. But we yeah. had a good one. Um, so this is uh, breaking, well, fairly breaking. Uh, late October, this kind of came to be. Uh, reported in a couple different sources. Uh, Carrie Katona. Carrie Katona is a millionaire again, thanks to OnlyFans and foot fetishes fetishes Fetish. um or the as cheshire live which is uh the city of cheshire in the uk i don't even know where that is but one of our uk guests will uh i'm sure tell us all right <laughs> Eric is a millionaire again thanks to only fans and quote people unquote so wow hmm?
1: i mean look how look how um influential look how important we are we fucking make people millionaires evidently top how did this happen
0: here's the thing (laughs) carrie katona was it carrie katona is a millionaire again for our listeners who don't know carrie katona including ourselves because we have to look this up uh so carrie katona used to be in the musical group atomic kitten um And they became, unfortunately, irrelevant. I think they were sort of a one-hit-wonder sort of uh, musical act of the early 2000s. And in 2008, uh, after her career had waned so much, she had literally declared bankruptcy. But recently, um, she borrowed 50 quid from her mom (laughs) to set up... Wait, so you've set up an OnlyFans. Yes,
1: did it, did it cost you fifty quid to set up? uh no, I think she must have ripped her mother
0: off because maybe it was to buy it <laughs> maybe it was to buy a cheap camera and a ring light or something. you know you know That's, what
1: yes yeah that, they that say, definitely they, could say be. that she
0: borrowed fifty pounds from her mom to set up the account, but it's probably fifty pounds to to uh, get the equipment she might need to um put porn. And um Yeah, like
1: maybe she needed a phone and shit or a camera or whatever. Well, you're
0: not getting a you can get a ring light and maybe a couple other things. Um so, yeah. And now she earns tens of thousands per month. Now I don't want to turn this into a fuck you, Bella Thorne kind of situation. Because <laughs> it always pisses <laughs> me off because we've got some talented foot models in our community um or foot fetish content producers i know how much we hate the word foot models but we're using it today um and they're not making tens of thousands unfortunately uh so it does you if you have a name that some people might recognize so Um,
1: so what we so i don't know how big atomic kitten was is that like a was it like a fucking garage band that played at weddings or was it like a like uh no I wonder, wonder kind of a band I like, think they were like... on
0: MTV um oh I okay they ah uh, here we go British pop girl group formed in Liverpool in ninety eight um oh my god they were founded by um and kind of produced by the guys from OMD orchestral man- Maneuvers in the dark the uh the '80s band that um, did "I Touch You" once—that band? Oh yeah, yeah, Let's yeah, yeah,
1: twice, yeah, 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 I got it.
0: Right. So they kind of they did the songwriting and production on the early albums. So that, you know.
1: Okay, so she was like, kind she of was spice, talent, kind yeah, of like were... Spice Girl level. Yeah, maybe. exactly. Okay. Okay. Um, well, then and they, yeah, they so made then... it through
0: the early 2000s, and then you know, musical taste changed and they dried up. And now she's back foot whoring it. And ah, more power. You know what?
1: But, but listen to this. Let me, let me read one of her quotes. I send, I just send sexy messages and pictures, but nothing more than topless. I've had loads of requests for foot selfies from people with foot fetishes. Some are men and women texting me their sex issues, and I'm like a therapist for them. Their fantasy. Others aren't crude at all. They'll see me on TV and say, you're smashing it, kid. What have you been up to today?
0: <laughs> so, so
1: there's no nudity, according to her. Other well,
0: than... she did say other than topless. Right. And here's so, the other thing. She started as a um well, Is the term the kids are using? Thought, um, basic, you know, just OnlyFans, topless, whatever, and learned that there's value in the foot fetish community. She didn't. I mean, she's
1: she's a a busty bombshell. She is very attractive, so I I can see why she would have a following, you know. And then of course, if she she had a bunch of fans from the fucking nineties, they're still following her, and because they're like, holy shit, we get to see. You know Katie's tits we'll turn it Carrie Carrie's tits so um and then she started catering to the foot fetishists, which I love I love that yeah I love that, she did
0: that people learning that the the foot fetish community is is good for their uh for their brand yeah
1: uh, it's validation I think
0: and she's according to this article at least the land the lad bible article uh she's reportedly worth two million u s or one point four million pound. Wow. Um, so she's doing something right.
1: She has more than two thousand subscribers, paying a subscription fee of eighteen what is it, euro? What is
0: it? No, that's pound. pounds. Quid.
1: Pounds. Okay. Eighteen pounds, pounds, quid. pounds a month. Yeah.
0: Um wow,
1: yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah, okay. so it's not I mean that's not a huge it's a little, little on the higher premium uh, of price, but it's not terrible. You
1: know what though? It depends on her interaction too. I mean, if she sounds like, like she interacts, right? If she's constantly on the line with them and she's constantly like doing therapy kind of shit and helping them accept their fetish, that's, uh, he- I mean, that's so fucking worth it for 18 bucks a month. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, Dom's charge made- a hell of a lot. I mean, Dom's charge thousands a month to have that kind of connection, you know? And,
0: and she's making tens of thousands a month doing it. Um, she says and this is this is the article in her hometown this is the article from cheshire cheshire-live.co.uk so cheshire live cheshire england um and she says people are quick to say she's desperate if i get out a bit of nipple but i've made my first million since bankruptcy and i'm so so proud if it wasn't for only fans i would have had wouldn't have had money to invest in myself and in making more companies, so
1: oh, okay,
0: well, good for her.
1: So <laughs> oh, she goes her. on
0: now. Here, this is this is good. What pisses me off is you when you get Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise and I'd white, Eyes Wide Shut moaning and groaning in sex scenes, or Angelina Jolie and Chris Julie Roberts getting their kit off British slang yeah means getting naked
1: getting their rocks off oh
0: no no because uh, i know kit is the expression for uh a soccer uniform so i think if she's oh okay her kit off, they so just, just mean getting naked getting they naked. get paid millions they get awards it's art darling but i get judged i'm not showing anything more than going topless on holiday
1: <laughs> she's right you know she's right yeah it's, yeah, it's just because she's charging for it's because it's individuals paying her with fetishes, not, you know, perverted Hollywood producers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wonder if uh, Tarantino is going to give her a part in one of his movies one day.
0: <laughs> oh, it always comes back to QT, doesn't it? <laughs> one day he's going to be listening.
1: One day somebody's gonna be like, "Hey, like, <laughs> you gotta listen to this podcast and shit they say about you?" So <laughs> I'm gonna go subscribe to her OnlyFans and send her a message. We'll see how she. Let's see if she. Tell responds. her she what made
0: the She made the weekly foot fetish news on the oh Those Toes podcast.
1: Yeah, huh? I mean, so she's finally made it. Like, this is it.
0: Well, I'm this sure the real have...
1: deal. Made I think it, we dude. have a
0: bigger listenership than Cheshire Live, so. Um... <laughs> I think we have a bigger relationship than the population of Cheshire, wherever that is. (laughs) I I don't know. It's possible.
1: We'll have to research that.
0: The other thing we need to cover while we're in our foot fetish news um, segment here is we promised follow-up on. Right.
1: Speaking of research, right? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we, we, we did a little research and I would, like to say that it took a long time and I spent a lot of time figuring this out, but, but it, it didn't.
0: <laughs> it didn't. You, you used the Google
1: foot fetish man sentenced for making 1,263 nuisance calls to NHS 111.
0: So last week we did report, um, well, last week we did an entire episode on the news, but one of the things we reported on was this gentleman in the UK who uh was arrested who's uh, finally found out he had been uh using different phone numbers and all kinds of things to make nuisance calls to the NHS's 111 for our american listeners that's similar to the uh the 211 it's the non-emergency helpline
1: or 311 um, i think
0: oh uh, 211 is um is a lot of public utilities 311 is help it, one 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 two one one three one one depends on where you are. Um, okay. So it's a it's a it's a helpline, and there's a setup through the NHS through the service, uh, and somehow making calls that started with a practitioner giving health advice regarding foot problems, and suddenly he was turning that into ADMS uh, to a sticky belly. Well,
1: no, I no, I did look. I did find another article. That said, can I quote this? Let me quote this. All the calls had a common theme of either the caller providing one of the same small numbers of addresses or the caller has um, uh, affected his voice to sound like an elderly woman and talking about her own height and feet. Then going on to ask the NHS 111 call taker about their feet. Now we did discuss that link, like what that call could possibly sound like, and now we have a little bit like we know and it was just exactly kind of like what I said, like hey, okay, like this is an issue with my height and feet. What do yours look like and then the poor person on the other end responds with all their information so yeah. and
0: this guy was supposedly doing it for his own gratification, uh but the law did catch up to him, and he has now been um I think at the time. The initial article said he faced some tens of thousands of dollars in fines, right?
1: Well, he they they clarified that it caused an expense totaling twenty one thousand eight hundred sixty nine dollars and twenty one cents.
0: Yeah, I always find those things weird um, when they talk about you know nuisance public service because, or even you know. This trial cost the state such and such amount of money. Well, it really doesn't because all those people were on salary. But when you take the the lost man hours that could have been applied to somebody else and then count them at salary or whatever, yeah, there's there's a there's definitely a loss of man hours in those but man they, hours. Obviously, they have probably added value.
1: Yeah, they probably added all the hours together and you know put a dollar value on it, and plus all the you know all the fees that they would have charged him had it actually been an ambulance or fire department response yes. call, right? Like you said, it would have been I think you said seventeen hundred dollars in the US if he had if there was an, an ambulance dispatch. So they probably added all those times that they sent somebody out there.
0: So but finally gets his comeuppance and wait, what? I said he finally gets his comeuppance and his oh, sentences...
1: yes. <laughs> Richard Code was given a 16 week, week prison sentence suspended for two years. What is, what does that mean exactly?
0: Um, okay. What so is
1: 16 week prison sentence suspended
0: for two years. Like, yeah, uh, it's, it's an older sort of style of sentencing. Um, and other jurisdictions express it as 16 weeks to two years, um, or two years suspended after 16 weeks. So basically, he's going to ser- he's been sentenced to two years in prison, but he's only going to serve the first 16 weeks of it, and then he's going to go to some sort of supervised release, a parole, a probation, etc. Got it. I got it. Okay. And if okay. he screws that up, he's still got the remainder of that two years hanging over his head.
1: Got it. Okay. So also, in addition to that, he was sentenced to 200 hours of, they call it unpaid work, which is essentially community service.
0: I like that they call it unpaid work, which is essentially (laughs) slavery. Um, But (laughs) yes, so that's going to be after he gets after he does his 16 weeks and it's going to be out. He's going to be on some sort of probation. And one of the conditions of that probation is going to be 200 hours of community service. Um, Hopefully it's not manning the, the health line.
1: Oh God, he's going to be on the other end of it, right? <laughs> All right. What is your ailment today? Do you? Are you sure your feet are okay? What do your feet look like? Are they? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right, and then he also had to pay a two thousand dollar fine. Oh, um, pounds, not dollars.
0: I guess. Two, uh, yeah, so it's closer to like twenty five, twenty five hundred, twenty eight hundred U.S. dollars. I don't know. That could change depending okay. on when you're listening to to this episode, because the uh, the pound and the dollar just kind of fluctuate. But at Wait, the moment, so I,
1: I just don't. How do you feel about this sentencing? Do you think it's enough? That's four months jail time with two yeah. years on probation.
0: Well, we don't know how long he's on probation. He just uh, he faces up to the remainder of two years in prison if he fails in the probation. They didn't specify the duration of his probation.
1: Like two um, thousand dollars. That's really that's it. And out of the twenty one thousand, he has to pay only two thousand. If he was not what what would be the sentence? What, what do you think would have happened if it were here in the U.S.? Um,
0: I mean, unfortunately, would they just bill the way, him? In, um, in a northeastern state, the way the um, penal system is starting to work now, he would have had a pretrial diversionary program. They call it for first time offenders. And he would have walked away with no record whatsoever, because um, of all this sort of clean slate type legislation. You know, you get your uh, you get your first shot for bite at the apple for free um, in a lot of what we might call blue states. In Texas, they would have strung him up by his uh, spurs and uh, had a horse <laughs> kick him in the head, or something. <laughs> Possibly put him to death.
1: I know. I think in Texas he would have been billed the twenty one thousand dollars. Yeah. Like, so, he would have had, like, like we that's... had, in the place where I work, there was some type of embezzlement, and uh, they estimated it to be, like, between thirteen dollars and $20,000, and for years and years, this woman has been paying it back. She sends us $50 a month. Mm. Sometimes, when she does really well, it's sixty. dollars um, So, but, but she has to pay off the full amount. I mean, I know it's a little bit different,
0: but... No, but that's the thing. And that's the thing I find um, when you look at legal systems in the countries. um, There's a legal system for the country as opposed to our 50 different legal systems plus the federal legal system. So we have 51 different legal systems here. Right. Um, And in some places, even more, because each county has individual jurisdictions and could potentially have individual laws. Uh, You look at Canada... One set of laws for the whole country, at least as far as criminal code, England the same thing. So you know, you you asking me what you think you'd have gotten in this country, I can only say what you think you would have gotten in a particular individual state. Right. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, knowing that's that, true. You know,
1: I you know I talked about a someone mentioned a crime to me that happened in New York, and um, it was a vicious, vicious uh, crime and um they got like seven years or something and i was like seven fucking years i was like if he if he had been in texas he would have gotten like the fucking death penalty like not i'm so like 25 to life maybe but fucking seven years in new york like uh yeah and as much you know
0: and it it changes constantly too depending on the influence of you know who has the influence in the legislature or who has the ear of the governor or any number of things. Um, but anyway, this is not a debate show on the legal system. <laughs> it is sort of a current affairs thing, but we definitely is, wanted yeah, to,
1: no, we wanted to
0: follow want to up just... on that. Uh, was, was nuisance foot fetish guy uh, properly sentenced? Um, who knows? But he definitely, uh, he was found Convicted um, and sentenced in the the British courts by lots of people wearing wigs, and that's awesome. No,
1: so, you know what he needed to do is he needed to attend a fucking foot party, and he would have seen a lot of women in wigs and gotten his rock song without without going to prison.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, I mean, a wait, bit you're of not said you're it. not like, saying as it, <laughs> you're saying if he had done that, maybe he wouldn't be. Wasting his time making nuisance calls exactly. to the NHS, exactly. If he just had a good outlet, like say a Texas Foot Party, that's um,
1: right. That's right.
0: <laughs> or it would have been a lot cheaper for him to subscribe to uh, to Carrie's OnlyFans. There, Carrie Katona's OnlyFans. That would work too,
1: right? Yeah. She, she apparently he
0: could have he talked- would have talked to him about her feet constantly for eighteen dollars exactly. a month, and exactly. uh, he wouldn't have had to go to prison for that either.
1: To pay eighteen bucks, and he would have had her ear, and he would have said, "What do your friend's feet look like?" I mean, if he wanted different kinds of, you know, I'm telling you, I know this was like a foot fetish article or whatever, but it really wasn't. I think his fetish is completely different. It's not. I mean, maybe there's a there's a foot fetish there, but I don't. Yeah, it's not. It's something else.
0: Yeah, but but as oh, long yeah. as we keep finding news, we will keep reporting it to you. Uh, and as long <laughs> as we keep finding things to do and people to interview, I think we've got an interview lined up. Actually, pro- I think we've got a number of interviews lined up. We've got a good one lined up for next week and a we few do. more on the back burner. And we do. as long as you keep tuning in, we're doing this for you. Um, we thank you as so always for listening.
1: Be sure to um, like and subscribe on Apple podcasts and uh, YouTube and, um, I've never asked people to le- leave their like reviews on Apple Podcasts, but I've got a message from them somehow saying, like, you know, to review shit or ask them to review shit. So, um, so go and do that for us if you like us.
0: As yes, uh, Spotify as well, uh, probably our number one platform and now our official platform, as Spotify has acquired Anchor. So uh, we are. Truly a Spotify plot but podcast, but thankfully distributed anywhere you want to listen to podcasts.
1: Oh gosh, it's everywhere.
0: Yeah. Every day I find out new places we are. Um, but whatever you're listening, however you're listening, uh, in the bathtub, in the car, uh, on YouTube, uh, at work with your earpods. Just make sure when uh-huh. you fall out.
1: At the gym with your headphones on, yeah. <laughs>
0: However you're doing it on whatever your platform we're doing, you're doing it. We are happy you're doing it. And while you've been doing it, if you've all full time to our voices, you're welcome.
1: Very welcome.